listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. In this never-ending battle to please niggas, magazine writers, MCs who request hot shit, I freeze. And tell them when I was Rose, we always said cold. Hold your horses and your carriages. This never went gold, nigga. Rock shows carrot list. You not gonna respect self, at least respect the heritage. Affect the lies affect the lives the spread of the wealth and the merit is i realize that i portray day to day i gotta carry this and beats rhymes and life is where the marriage is had a dream of fucking r&b bras it came true journalists i wreck shared the same view Put, picked up a fallen angel on the path i mc familiar voice came to find out the angel was me some say you changing rasheed times are times are we still close i rhyme far away 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 from what you accustomed to hearing every day <clears throat> you know the dope chopping gun popping homies dying i'm amongst that save your war stories for private ryan i and i hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a monday ready to do some podcasting mm-hmm. you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that because that is one of the ways we move up the charts it is on itunes and stitcher we also uh you know read those on the show we read them on our feedback show and we tell you what we think about them and stuff and uh it always helps us out when y'all do that so please continue to do that it's 2019 new year let's get some reviews up there if you haven't left one yet mm-hmm. go ahead and leave one we implore you to do it okay i'm not saying we're begging but if you started playing some key sweat baby i'm begging baby i'm begging begging baby we wouldn't be too far off okay i'm just saying uh we gotta get what we gotta get okay we would appreciate the help is all right don't judge um because this is how we know we're doing a good job mm-hmm. you know it's also how we know that y'all are listening what y'all like about the show and all that stuff now i'll be fair i don't read the bad reviews okay so no even if they're five stars we don't read bad yeah if you have some mean shit to say some unkind shit to say don't just don't write in we don't like to absorb that stuff into our mental health states uh so if you just want to drag us or some shit like that there are other podcasts that like to be dragged that want to be dragged that deserve to be dragged please contact them first and then uh leave us out of it okay take, take us off the list yeah so uh please all right guys uh <laughs> uh but yeah so the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme extreme that is correct karen that is you got it again okay i don't know how you know i was gonna say that <laughs> uh today's show is sponsored oh yeah baby speaking of begging Come on. You got to make it. The king of it. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve is determined to help you out in the bedroom, guys, okay? I'm talking sexually. Mm-hmm. And they are backing up that promise. And when I say they are a heck of a sponsor, they just sent us like a box of stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, y'all want us to get us away? That's what, that's what I said. Because I thought it was like, oh, for the next promotion or something. Right and they said no baby everything in that box is for you and i said well i'm blessed and highly favored and what i want y'all to be is blessed and highly favored for yourself come mm-hmm. on for your genital areas so go to adamandeve.com and get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout that's a good deal by itself 
50 percent off right like boom you should have already been but stop before you go just wait one more second you can also for a limited time only get a free big o kit and the o stands for orgasm i'll let you in on something guys oh, I tell you a little secret <laughs> it says oh my god i'm coming uh adam and Eve's <laughs> big o kit includes that exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator so now you got a new way to get off and who doesn't love that you'll also get your entire order sent to you for absolutely let me check the price on this free free 99 okay so hurry up and take advantage of that offer go pick out a new adult toy a naughty movie almost anything else when you choose that one item at 50 percent off you'll get free shipping plus the big o kit which includes the climax gel the mini vibrator uh you won't find this deal anywhere else so just use offer code tbgwt at checkout at adamandeve.com that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com yeah and y'all know what they will pack your shit up where it's discreet because you know you're mm-hmm. from other places you liable to get your your shit in the shape of the deal though but no you get in like a regular ass box so don't nobody know all your business right like i saw people getting mail from uh amazon come it was on. just a dildo with bubble tape around it. come on wrapping paper i'm trying to tell y'all adam and eve got y'all looking that, smooth out right. here they ain't trying to tell your business to the streets okay the pastor can walk right by don't even know all mm-hmm. right all right we got all kinds of stuff to talk about today um i guess we start with the obvious um the oscars were last night oh yes yes they were oh wait what were you gonna say karen oh i didn't know i didn't know i was like what obvious i thought something else had broke that's why i was like something else happened i mean it's been like that all month so i, I was like what else didn't happen no nah, this <laughs> is just the black Os- place scandal was happening it was just the oscars um the oscars happened last night i didn't watch because mm-hmm. i never really watch no um and it, and i'm gonna be honest with you guys part of the reason i don't watch is because i find it to be a big waste of time i don't find that we as black people are served very much there um i'm not that hard on the oscars as most black people online seem to be me either like i think the people at least my social media circle i'm not trying to turn on my black people okay but my blacks please take this with a grain of salt with the love that i intended with okay please y'all make horrible company to watch these fucking award shows with mm-hmm. i would love to live tweet it just for the spectacle of it but i would essentially have to just abandon twitter and go to white twitter black twitter and go to white twitter come on and i'm not really i'm not trying to sell out like that so i just don't watch it because everybody is it's really like watching roots Mm-hmm. everybody's so sad and hurt and come on and then even when they get excited they, they it's all because they're gonna get let down later and it's always the same shit every year it's not our show it's not for us I, I, i'm rooting for the black people i'm happy when they win same but like they take the fun out of all the movies everything gotta be some deep ass like existential extensionalism motherfucking medium post 27 you know thread piece like y'all it's too much is everyone okay it it really is too much that's that's why i'm like you i like i said i i kind of peek in and out so a lot of times you find out who wins you know and loses by that yeah but like you say i used to really enjoy that stuff but after a while like you say you get online and it's like nobody knows the trouble we see you're like well god damn it's like 
it's like black academic twitter takes it upon themselves to explain every choice every winner every loser who should have won instead and 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 it's it's not fun because it's not like you can just root for a movie or be like oh that's what they picked and i still respect the people who who lost i still have my favorites it has no bearing on whether or not they win an oscar right you know because we there's too much politics about it and and then it becomes about who, who rooting for certain people but not necessarily if they're the best not to mention like i said i love my peoples man but we watch black movies right. a lot of times we don't even watch these other movies Some of them and then good. when the black movie lose we just be like well the, obviously everybody was trash except the black movie and and, and it's just not a healthy way to watch anything you know, and sometimes that statement is not true and you yeah. just hadn't seen it <laughs> but it's like watching like the it's like watching football with black people that's only room for the black quarterbacks right. whereas like i mean i'm rooting for the black quarterbacks too but i also understand that if like aaron Rodgers wins i don't have to start it's not calling no him conspiracy yeah i don't have to be like this nigga is sorry he's no, not even good like, at football you're like that nigga good that nigga got 52 fantasy football points what are we talking about here so that's one of the main reasons i opt out and and then also just low-key i mean i guess not low-key i mean i think y'all can identify with this it's a little bit uh not to be too inflammatory but a little bit traumatic to watch that shit Mm -hmm. you know because i am rooting for the black people too and i'm tired of like this place that's not ours that never will be ours where we still have first 91 years in a first woman first black person first black woman first non-white this it's too it's like it's too much to be fucking like hanging on every fucking decision they make i i've decided a long time ago i don't respect them as a as a body right you know i understand they will power within the industry i'm not trying to tell people that that people in that industry shouldn't care but Mm-mm. i yeah. don't have to care right they want to be respected among their peers that's fine and and i know there's people that love that and that's fine too but like you say as far as i'm concerned i have my own personal feelings and how i feel and you know, we get to vote in our own version of it. So, you right. know, as far as I'm concerned, like, I, I cast my vote. Yeah, we're movie critics in North Carolina. We're part of an organization. It's not that many people. And it's like 42 right now. Mm-hmm. I think we just added a few new members. Mm-hmm. And we vote, you know, on stuff. And we, you know, everybody writes and publishes pieces or podcasts or whatever they do so people can see their work. But, you know, it's it's just kind of like this is not a place that truly respects us and we have an agenda we like we don't want to talk about it but we as black people have an agenda for all the black shit to win everything and when and since it's not gonna happen and it's not even gonna ever be close it's just hard for me to get up for that you know and i i love the timeline with the pictures of everybody in their clothes oh, the pictures was gorgeous you know i enjoy that part it's not like you don't see the winners coming up and down timelines oh, all the time mm-hmm. you know but it got a little annoying because i think i've reached a place now on social media where people are tagging me when i ask not to be you know um whether it's like a joke or serious but like people was on some like black people winning rod like like they want me to watch but they know how i feel so it's like come on man like respect respect my feelings the same way i'm not going in your mentions and being like hey did you see the score of the super bowl game you boycotting like it's cool I, i'm right. just not into this it, it, it doesn't i've never been into it anyway so it's not no disrespect i always talk about when i saw moonlight win that award it was completely by accident walking dead had gone off right something else had went off i happened to go in the bedroom and it was already on that channel Mm -hmm. uh because i had been watching like the abc nba game or something i don't remember what i was watching but something 
and i just happened to see literally the last second of that shit as they accidentally gave the award to la la land and then gave it to moonlight and that's the black people winning they had to accidentally give it to the white people and then give it to the black people and that's a win for us and you know what happened yesterday i mean after that the day after that everybody was mad still moonlight won an award and everybody was still mad you know they just can't get it right over there they don't care about us you know so it's just not my thing and it's like if you tell people that they just don't respect it you know right and 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 i think that that's fine you know because there's a lot of things that have a lot of power uh it doesn't mean i have to respect what they do and then the thing is you know you honor the awards you understand the purpose of the awards the awards is to get recognized among your peers and if i worked in that industry i would feel completely different but i don't so you know my feelings and opinions about it is 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 different and 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 the thing and how can i say not to really bash but the thing that kills me and and this is not speaking to everybody across the board some of these same niggas would turn around and shit on the bet awards the whole award show is all about us right yeah and that's the thing i we watch the bet awards i know i live tweeted every year me too um because it's, you know it's like a big ass fan of a union it's, yeah. one of, it's one of the few times that you literally see people that don't tweet all year literally come back on the timeline and everybody just has a ball and then when people fuck up we laugh at it it's like uh, you know oh they fucked up so-and-so's tribute bet uh you know uh, uh, here they go with the uh the camera cut off or something you know if it you know meanwhile it's not like the other shows don't have technical difficulties so i never come try on. to label that under like blackness because i mean white tv white white show your award shows is where dale's vocals got fucked up um you know where mariah carey's mm-hmm. mic didn't work come on so it ain't a black thing when there's a technical difficulty i try not to do any anti-blackness while i'm Mm-mm. tweeting about it but i love the bet awards i always loved them always it's, it's, it's more fun it's, it's it's for us i feel seen when the motherfucker when people win at the bet awards like it's a 90 percent clip that i'd be like oh, yep that was the best album mm-hmm. yep that was the best movie like i like i don't know man and maybe uh, you know and i understand we live in a white patriarchal company country so um maybe it's just that people are so obsessed with white approval right that they have to watch these things or and then they have to get hurt when we're not approved or when we're not passed or when we don't win or what type of movie wins they get very upset by that but i just i don't have it in me to continue to be upset 91 years in a row i don't have it and so i if i know something's gonna be upsetting to me i try to avoid it you know and i would hope that people could respect that i know like i said we uh maybe we're reaching a new plateau of like visibility so people are kind of like at least with me on social media like fuck with everything you just talked about so-and-so won (laughs) for for best costumes fuck that so-and-so just won for into the spider-verse and i'm like i don't care i love those things before those white people told me it was good and i love them whether the white people would have said yes or no it doesn't matter to me and it never will matter to me you know for those personal people that got those achievements i'm glad for them me too i'm happy for them but they were fucking geniuses before these white people said in a goddamn word right. i walked out the theater and said black panther was genius i didn't need like the academy to agree you know i joke back and forth with jl Covan about like oscars and stuff like that because of our jokes about um movies and stuff but i don't take it i don't care you know like i can i can sit down and tell you a good reason for almost every film to win because all of them are up there for a fucking reason you know whether black people like it or not whether white people like it or not like 
people work hard on all those films and, and they're gonna get recognized it's kind of mm-hmm. the game you right. know so anyway um that was why i didn't watch it you know and that's not offensive to anyone who mm-hmm. watched it. i didn't say a mean thing about mm-hmm. the people that watched and all that shit um it's just it was typical oscar shit to me yeah and i'm glad that people watched and got their life because some people watch it and, and it's just a pure joy like for some people it's a tradition that they've been doing for many 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 years which is fine um but the experience on social media and the experience you have at your home and with your loved ones growing up the experiences are completely different now it's not the same right um and so for me i am happy when people are around me are happy but like you say it's it's hard when you go in like you like you say you see the timeline goes through emotional roller coaster with a lot of this stuff and so for me that's why i say i i found out just because i knew people were going to tell me anyway and and you get up you get a, alerts on everything yeah you whenever see anybody you see it. Wins, you see right? it right there on your phone you see it. if you're on twitter we were watching walking dead mm-hmm. i see i getting updates i'm seeing the whole thing i don't need to be told you know like it's a, it's a cultural event the thing that 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 actually is weird to me is like this morning and uh last night after it went off i kind of just stayed off of social media after that um because it's always the same it's a big outpouring of black people's pain mm-hmm. because at the end of the day attention is money white people's vision is money white people's uh money is money and a lot of this is about why haven't we been allowed at the party right and we can't even celebrate the wins for the people that we were rooting for because of the losses of the people we were rooting for and it's never going to be a time where black people go 100 percent. and unless it is 100 percent, people gonna be mad it don't matter how many firsts there are and even if it is somebody's still gonna be mad yeah it, it, even in categories where, where a black movie could have won a black movie would have had to lose for that black movie for the other one to win like right. it just is what it is man so i i just i i try to take the good and walk and leave the bad and let other people be upset about that because it's just not healthy for me you know and because i don't really have respect for the instant in, in, industry or institution like that the academy it's just gonna be me saying the same shit every year and i think some black people just never get tired of saying the same shit every year i do it don't make it don't float my boat it don't make no money so anyway let's talk about the people that did get get awards because i i did see uh there were some people that got awards that uh, i thought was kind of dope mm-hmm. um i think uh yeah so uh let me talk about the ones that matter regina king won for bill street if bill street could talk this is our first one ain't it um i don't know i think so though yeah, she been around. I didn't realize she's been around a long ass two two seven man. Woo, she been around since she's been a teenager. Yeah, I remember being like her age and watching two two seven, or being like slightly older than me watching two two seven. And it was it's weird too because I she played that role so well that I never thought she was fine at the time. Like when she was a kid, right. and I because I was a kid too, so it's not yeah, creepy. Yeah, but I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, she's so annoying. <laughs> you know because how she played the character yeah. right then you see her get grown as you get older and you're like this woman is fine as fuck what the what the fuck right who can act that well you know what i mean you act yourself out of fine it's like oh she's so annoying she's such a kid get out of here now jack hey okay now come on she's still fine <laughs> now she come in i'm trying to see what's going on you know what i mean mary you know what i'm saying but um <laughs> but yeah so uh she won i thought that was dope um 
ruth carter won for black panther costume design people have always been talking about her for years um production design hannah beachler and jay hart won for black panther um sound editing bohemian rhapsody uh cinematography roma alfonso caron who's uh mexican um and that movie is dope it's on netflix you can watch it for free um slow i will say it's slow me and jl covan reviewed it slow start you start thinking like how the fuck is this anybody talking about how great this fucking movie is but it's all just building shit up and and then boom like it hits the fan but i love that movie it was so beautiful it's in black and white it's all artsy and shit um let's see the sound mixing is bohemian rhapsody foreign language film was roma yeah i figured uh, i was gonna win it won in ours too yeah and, I, and also when he i think it won overall for our for north carolina mm-hmm. film critics also uh when he <laughs> when he did his speech apparently he said he grew up on foreign language films and then he named some american films because it's relative right it's whatever your native language is uh mahershala ali won for green book which i thought was hilarious y'all y'all come on guys the can we admit that it's funny can we admit that it's funny y'all the colliding. i was happy for him right I, I mean i'm happy for it too but can we admit that it's funny y'all is uh is it too soon to laugh that we was all like i mean if mahershala wins then great yes i love that mahershala two-time oscar winner that's why that's a fine piece of man all that shit yes meanwhile we like burn this movie burn hollywood burn <laughs> like we, burn everything but him kill everyone in the movie octavia you can live but mahershala and uh, you fine fuck everybody fuck everything that happened to make this movie happen <laughs> except the two black people um but he won uh animated feature film spider-man to the spider-verse mm-hmm. uh which i think was the first black director to win this category so that was cool um bow won for animated short film i love that it was so good oh it was so fresh it brought tears to your eyes watching that it was like a little short make you want to call your mama and apologize come on um uh, let's see uh period in descendants one for documenting short subject i didn't see this mm-hmm. it was about women in prison who uh uh don't get like uh care for their administrations and stuff like that oh. um let's see what else happened um oh best original screenplay green book one and i said uh-oh these niggas finna be mad he's like oh about to go downhill from here yep eject come, come uh, on best adapted screenplay black clans and spike lee finally got him an oscar mm-hmm. everybody was very hype about that it was funny because it's not just spike lee's oscar but it is spike lee's oscar that's his oscar. like sean mckittrick jason bloom raymond mansfield and jordan mm-hmm. peele also contributed yeah, but that don't matter that honey that's his because mm-hmm. it's one of these things where i feel like he's been cheated for many 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 years what i thought was funny is watching the agendas from the year be dropped as people want like okay so does y'all do i don't know if y'all are um in the wokest part of black twitter that was on this but last year during black Klansmen's run in the theater a lot of people including boots rally turned on the film and said it's just propaganda it's just about making us feel like the police are safe and good and spike lee is basically a, a agent working for these people like yes yes 
and they went at his neck over this goddamn film and i remember that shit and being like yo y'all like i thought we fucked with spike and that this movie was doing well and we liked it and so for maybe a week or two it turned into this is why this movie ain't shit and spike ain't shit and uh spike's history with black women and not portraying them right and she got to have it was trash like everything turned into like spike is not that nigga but as the award season came and it was like he getting nominated you see old uncle spike up there you want him to win something because he black and he part of your life no matter how you feel about his shortcomings come on this dude a staple of black community of hollywood for decades he's never gotten his respect he's never really gotten his his just due and so it was cool in a way to watch people drop the shit a little bit and for a second on twitter like during the awards everybody was a spike fan again and it wasn't like let's bring up everything bad about spike and everything we disagree with it was just look at this man who dedicated his fucking life to this career where he never got recognized and we watched how edgy his work was no matter how rough it was or whatever it was edgy enough that you knew white people didn't want to respect it right so to see him get that you know that 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 award that we think he should have got for like malcolm x Mm -hmm. and do the right thing right like we there's so many movies we've been like yeah, how's Denzel this should have won for malcolm x right like how the fuck is he not getting like all his things all the time and so it was cool to watch that moment because everybody forgot to be mad at him you know now i don't know what it's like today i haven't checked you know maybe in a week or two they'll come back, back to, to normal it's propaganda it's trash he's but i love when people forget to be mad for a second because that's human it's human you know sitting it's there watching human. the goddamn show with your arms folded ready to be with the pitchforks is such a waste of your life come on go outside uh original score ludwig uh garrison won for black panther um a lot of people thought that that should have won that was dope uh original song lady gaga won once again it was good to see motherfuckers forget to be mad she performed with bradley cooper up there mm, everybody said the phone was good i didn't yeah see it. they was all over each other like they was gonna smang on the top of that piano <laughs> in front of bradley cooper's girlfriend um but yeah it was uh that but but people forgot remember it was she did that snl performance with r kelly she needed to apologize for it she did it was, the apology ain't good enough sis you didn't mention uh indigenous americans or something you know it's always something you didn't mention every apology it doesn't matter how thorough it is they gonna find a way to be like but what about this and so people forgot to be mad and they celebrated her like yo your favorite never is so good to see her get her thing racking up this year she won like four five awards like at everything just about she was winning awards left and right this year right so it was kind of cool to see you know people forget just for a little bit just you know because because my i'm so used to this this negative energy around these shows it's like oh my god they found out i was human nope gotta put the gotta put the gotta put the face back on like i said i wasn't watching the show but i could see the tweeter the twitter mm-hmm. uh responses and people seem to be kind of excited about it I also seemed to go pretty fast without a host because they didn't even do all these gags and what? shit and you know what not so funny don't ever get a host again the actual right. shows actually run smooth i mean it's still a long ass show mm-hmm. but it runs smoother when every five minutes we ain't got to do another 10 minutes uh, uh skit yep uh best actress in the leading role was olivia coleman for the favorite i love the favorite it was a great movie good for her um you know uh i think glenn close a lot of people wanted her to win but i didn't see that movie so i can't really speak mm-hmm. as to the quality of it uh but i do know that olivia coleman in a film with 
three women like doing a motherfucking thing it was cool to see like her win uh best director roma alfonso caron um totally understand mm-hmm. i think i was rooting for ryan coogler um can't remember who else was in this category but hey whatever roma was a good movie uh and then best picture was green book and niggas went crazy <laughs> they went oh, crazy man went to bed. yeah i was like i'm not doing this with y'all and, and the only and you know what i thought to myself when i seen that come across the timeline and that's why the fuck i don't watch you know Same. stop adding me stop trying to get me to watch this shit i don't watch because of this this is why like it's this not for us you know and i named a bunch of black shit that won nobody cares that that shit won really right it's like all of a sudden the celebration of regina king has to stop so we can all get off on our green book and let's retweet the shadow and act pieces and all this stuff and you know all the time it leaks like what the voters have been thinking more and more lately anonymously and one one quote i saw was a 50 year old white man who said he was he he was voting for green book essentially as a rebellious vote and it was because you know and i and i look this is a theory i hope i'm wrong but i low-key think that shadow and act and a lot of the like kind of woke black people that tried to like tank green book from inception kind of made green book the rallying cry for old white people that's already feeling forced out of the academy mm-hmm. and it gave them some a cause to 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 because i don't find that movie to be that good i saw it i don't think it's as offensively bad as as black people are trying to make it out to be online but i didn't find the movie like it wasn't so good i was like oh my god green book it blew me away mahershala was good in it you know i think obviously white people love those a lot of the academy they love those time period pieces they love that era of like uh you know black and white people wasn't supposed to get along but these two black these this black and white person found a way to form a friendship you know but it also was this attack that happened from like the 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 time that the movie before they even had a trailer there were people like no this movie is offensive it's a white savior film which i don't really think is truly a white savior film but that's fine uh it seemed more like a to me a magical negro film than a white savior film but both of those genres are pretty fucking boring and and people find them to be offensive or whatever right um and you know when i watched it i was like okay like it was funny i thought it was well acted um and without knowing any of the family's misgivings i think you walk out of the theater and go that was a fine movie maybe white people are extra boost you know because they like that nostalgia and the look at this white guy and black guy and they're eating chicken and they fucking love it mm-hmm. like there's you know there's that shit and also low-key um uh what is my man's name oh fuck i can't remember his name but the dude that plays the italian guy tony lip mm-hmm. him and mahershala's acting chemistry was really good together that's okay. basically the movie the movie is basically these two motherfuckers on a road trip and then they have banter and then something serious happens and they have banter and then something serious happens and they do this for like an hour and a half or whatever um they were good and that, that biggie v-i-g-g-o vigo vigo mortensen yeah vigo yeah, i'm mispronouncing my bad no 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 vigo and he was acting his ass off because i saw that dude in eastern promises totally different dude totally it's like it's not even the same actor he did a good job that's not that's not his normal intonations and how he talks and shit he was acting his ass off but 
at the same time you know you built this story on the offensive bedrock that people are offended by his family was not consulted uh, the black doctor dr shirley um i'm sure you guys have heard a thousand times at this point like all the problems people have with that movie so i'm not even trying to reiterate it mm-hmm. just to say that yeah they don't care that black if anything black people trying to tank it probably gave them a place to go in a in a very excellent year of movies probably gave them a place to be like well i'm gonna put green book number one because fuck these motherfuckers they're not taking my oscars over they already feel pushed out by these new rules right they be like you got to do shit you can't just be hanging around and you ain't done a project in 25 years do something right and it and and the thing for me that's funny i wonder if something else would have won if we hadn't seen that huge surge to try to make sure green book lost because green book made 110 million dollars to compare that to something else bill street made 15 right right and 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 that's not funny and that's the thing a lot of times is put like this the way people respond and your dollars and cents and how you spend your money it don't always correlate because a lot of times people go really 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 hard online right but then when it comes to support some of this shit financially not some people will support everything yeah but you have some people they don't support they just complain and it's harder to support certain shit anyway because if it gets a limited release if it's uh not in theaters that long if it's only in your indie theaters like it's a lot of moving parts to a movie right and getting people's eyes on it to see it not to mention you know the four-year consideration screeners that we get all the time Mm -hmm. as critics like it takes money to push that stuff out you know what we didn't get a four-year consideration for blind spotting i've heard nothing i've heard nothing but good things it was in the theater here for like a week maybe two and then it was and it was out at the the indie theater that we never go to and i we never got to see the movie i don't even like i for me to even put it on a list of something oh we didn't get one more i'm thinking nope we got everything else though right and so by time for us to vote it's over um now we did get something for widows trey um i think widows is a victim of a few things but i don't want to break down widows right now right i don't i'm not trying like i said i'm not trying to offend anybody with these comments but widows had some 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 serious issues that mm-hmm. that uh were not about the just for your consideration because we got that screener and it was promoted i wish they i mean I, just briefly i wish they had released it uh probably during the summer i think they made a mistake releasing it in the fall it should have came out in the summer it was more, it more money yeah i think the way they were promoting it as this heist flick it probably would have been better to be out in the summer and there was a lull in the summer because everybody was waiting uh after avengers there was just nothing yeah you know you know what as far as like theater theaters me you talked about that there was a time where it was almost a month like during the winter time where we didn't because nothing literally y'all nothing after christmas it was a wrap and then the other part with uh that was the way they chose to promote that movie was weird because i still remember viola davis and steve mcqueen going around doing interviews about how we've never seen a dark-skinned older black woman with natural hair loved by a white man and spoiler alert the white man ain't ain't shit shit. so like what like what the fuck like no don't promote it just be like we she was in a tough situation and we gonna see like these women come together and try to do a heist like that's all you gotta tell us you even gotta lot of us and shit like it's actually low-key offensive when you see the movie like i hate Mm -hmm. to spoil it but this nigga left to have a white baby like fuck him fuck everything about this nigga come on like it was like i I know you don't want to give away your movie but like that wasn't it man 
so i think that was a huge mistake um because it was a it was otherwise a really good movie that had a lot of like i love the subtext of conversations and shit but damn like really nigga like that's the selling pitch you know what i mean like i don't know that's like if guys it's like saying uh if you said yeah sleeping with the enemy is about a man who finds the love of his life and you're like no it's mm-hmm. not she boils a bunny and tries to kill him that's ah, the old movie no. you know it's that fatal attraction one of the two you know what i'm one talking about like like whatever the, you pick the movie but it's like leading with the part that's gonna be fucked up like don't get me in the theater expecting this shit so yeah i was not a fan of that um i wasn't a fan of how they promoted the movie i thought the movie was good i just wish they would have you know been a little more honest up front um but anyway the point being like uh and bill street was dope but it came out in december it had a scattered release i know with us it was like we saw the screener for the we got to go to the theater and see the screener and we got an actual for your consideration screener so you can't say it wasn't promoted for critics but like y'all we saw it in like i want to say october maybe even before we went to uh california yeah and it was months before we we couldn't release it until the, the end of december was when we could release our review of it you see what i'm saying so it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts to this shit that people don't necessarily know about and you're trying to get a small group of critics to really approve and be hype about this shit so black people of course we we are that 15 million dollars oh yeah that, that was all us that's all us but then we turn around and we're like why didn't these white people vote for it there's a lot of moving parts to it why didn't they understand why didn't they get widows and shit a lot of moving parts to it yeah and also for some uh depending on where you live in the country for some black people i could see why for people that actually want to support sometimes it's hard because like with, with bill street like you said it was limited release and it was months it was like beginning of this year before they was like well we we actually nationwide right and even then it was still limited limited release in these arts and place so you go uh damn i wanted to see it but it was only here for three weeks or two days or one time viewing so it's like how can i how can you expect a movie like that to make money right and so we're talking about you know getting eyes on things and stuff like that but in general even with all of that the eyes that are seeing this are not our eyes they're not going to see it i loved bill street because bill street loved me i don't even necessarily know that bill street told a story that i love you see what i'm saying like for those of you i've seen i know a lot of you have it so i won't spoil it but it's not a a fun story it's Mm -hmm. not you know it's a somber story it's a sad story that has a very ending that's just not this yay it's like you know it's the kind of movie that if a white person directed it we would all say it's black trauma porn and we don't want to watch it correct if we're being fair you know it's kind of a movie that at the end feels like it's kind of trying to tell white people like look how fucked up it is for us as black people you know in a loving way for us where it's still love the camera loves us the story loves us it takes truth but like we have stuff that there's agendas to it and there's and one of the agendas is you know like if black people do that we need to support it but if white people do it we don't you know um when detroit came out they tried to sink detroit right it was black trauma porn no we don't want to see that if detroit would have been directed by ava duvernay same movie like nothing else changed it would have been a totally different attitude about it it's the yep. truth you know we are human too as black people it's okay you know so 
um and i'm not saying it's irrational or anything Mm -hmm. but the point being like we have our agendas too and so to show up with our agendas to these awards to me seems so fruitless because we always get fucked and i'm just so tired of it so that's why i didn't watch y'all and i don't begrudge anybody that that did watch and i'm and i still love that the people who uh who won the black people that won especially like i'm glad they did so congratulations mm-hmm. all right let's uh talk about other news um online speaking of online stuff okay anger can be contagious yes it can here's how to stop the spread uh so social media spreads rage but could kindness be the uh the answer to stopping it it can uh if you're not aware of it it's likely that your emotions will influence someone around you today even if you're not aware um this can happen during our most basic exchanges on our commute to work if someone smiles at you you smile back at them um you know that happens all the time and face to face right and it's been proven right like someone with a good attitude comes to work and maybe they spread that good attitude to other people and now everybody you know you're happy for no reason someone smiles at you or something and then sometimes it picks you up we've all had these moments in our lives you know i think uh i remember i was in high school one time i was walking and i didn't really have a bad attitude enough i was listening to some music and had my hoodie on and uh, i remember this girl jamila uh i was in like ninth grade or something and she saw me and she stopped me and said hey well uh, put your head up and i said what she said just pick your head up you're always walking around with your head down listening to music and so I, you know it made me like pick my head up and smile uh and, it, and you know i know it was well before the you know twitter i would have had to write a 12 page thread about how she violated my personal space and all this shit but at the time i was just like that's what that's my sister looking out for me saying hey walk around with a smile on your face a good attitude maybe good things will happen and you know I, and i did like i started smiling i was like yeah you know and and i did kind of pick up my attitude and that's just a one time it happens all the time in life um but i just remember that moment um well that can happen online too mm-hmm. um so they were saying how like um um there's a sociologist nicholas christakis of yale university said there's that's a very fleeting contagion of emotion from one person to another talking about the smiling in traffic but it doesn't stop there emotions can spread through your social networks almost like a flu or a cold and the extent to which emotions can cascade is eye-opening for instance uh christakis's research uh has shown that if you start to become happier with your life a friend living close by has a 25 percent higher chance of becoming happy too Mm. 25 percent that's actually a pretty high percent if you think about it one out of four of your friends you know they got a one in four chance of being like yo i feel happy now rod's happy i'm happy right because the thing is <laughs> like they say it's contagious and all that you can feel it you can sense it you know but just being connected to human beings because we're designed to be uh somewhat connected to each other it's just human nature and uh speaking of that well the other day uh i had stopped by uh bojangles and, and roger know me sometimes i'm not gonna say i'm too happy sometimes but i'm roger know me i'm always happy right so i went to bojangles and i was ordering uh my food and i was you know my same thing and i was like yeah go ahead and you know get give me a you know a, 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 a egg biscuit combo baby with orange juice da, 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 da. you know my my mm. normal thing i do so when i got to the drive through the the dude 
he was like he was like you just so happy like he you could just see the smile on, like mm-hmm. it's almost like me talking to him just made him smile right you know and not only him smile it was like he must have told the other people around because everybody was trying to look at the window to see who was this person that, mm-hmm. that was making everybody smile yeah well in a um you know as a as an empath um <laughs> you know i've worked in those customer service public relations type of job or public jobs where you have to do drive through or whatever mm-hmm. and you know it like the general public is trash yes like, they are they they're i shouldn't say trash the general public they going through it and a lot of times they putting you through it and then generally if people get a little bit of power they treat other people like shit and minimum wage jobs are one of the few places that people feel like they have all the power and it's always it just says more about how they are treated on a daily basis because if i'm just polite it's you can watch motherfuckers be like oh my god like what is this i'm like yeah may i have a a honey mustard sauce oh yes sure no problem Uh, or i look in the back oh y'all forgot to put my fries in here oh my god i'm so sorry like you i'm gonna just kill myself right here i'm like no you don't have to it's it's okay you can see the panic on their faces right like it's amazing how when me and roger go out sometimes and like uh particularly if we go to like some of the upper scale places and it don't even it could be something small and it's almost like everybody fucking freaks out and next thing you know the manager the supervisor the owner you're like no but, but, but I, I no, all you had to do was you know yeah. i was like i mean when I we're demand this when we've when we've flown uh first class mm-hmm. people you know it, like you can just see like the trepidation on the attendant's face of dealing with people that's supposed to be like having the best experience on the plane right so these are people that pay extra money to get wider seats and they get blankets and you know they get drinks and, and shit and, and shit. you know we don't even really know what the fuck you supposed to get in first class because mm-hmm. we don't we only fly like once or twice a year right? i'm really only there because i'm fat like it's not even a <laughs> it's not even about because i got some money type of shit it's just really like oh man i need to lose weight so i can get them regular seats so it's like we we sit up there just so for anxiety reasons for me to be honest with y'all and when we sit around these motherfuckers you can we've seen how they treat people sometimes and it's like yo this is wild no wonder these people are scared of us because they really be surprised that we're we're just like i'll take some ginger ale and right uh well you want some cookies or something and by the end they like take these extra cookies you know giving a shit because i remember i'm like we don't want anything it's like y'all so nice (laughs) y'all are so sweet i'm like (laughs) what the fuck what are people doing up here i have no idea baby i remember one flight uh we was on the the dude by the time we got finished the dude was like your wife is one of the best come on she looked like she was just out y'all know i just happy to put like this the way i'm function the way i function a lot of times i'm just happy to be anywhere i know that might sound silly but i was like hey i'm on the plane i'm safe i'm having a good time so i i kind of i'm very happy so a lot of times when the flight attendants like approach us they're like you said they're shocked and surprised we don't have an attitude we always happy they was like oh i'm sorry i made a mistake i'm like whatever and the dude like he said he came he was giving us cookies extra shit i mean and and for me i'm not like all smiles baby please all this but i'm just low low maintenance right you know it's like we if you would like your meal to be he, what what would you like your meal I'm like man i it don't like okay it, it uh don't to me. it's like we got the chicken and we got this salad and we got this and then one time i remember i was like i don't want a meal and they was like you don't want a meal i was like 
yeah my stomach i just don't want to eat we're gonna be on a long flight you know in my head i'm like i'm i'll be i'd rather hit the ground and eat than to eat in the air because we're gonna be on here for six hours and i just don't like that like what if what if i get sick or some shit right i don't squeeze in that little bathroom and shit so he but they were shocked like but sir like i mean i mean you paying for it right you gonna be upset when i when i bring out that right food i'm like nope Nope. i'm fine i'm actually gonna try to go sleep you know like so it's that kind of shit though but and i'm not saying and that's just one example it happens in when a restaurant when someone messes up our order Mm -hmm. and they think we're supposed to like jump in that shit and i think having been in the other side of that as a waiter i know what it feels like when people jump in your shit because they get a little bit of control you make one mistake and now they want to fucking like get a free meal talk to your manager see if they can get you fired get an attitude with you call you out your name Mm -hmm. you know what happened today i was playing basketball with this dude um okay guy i'll play with him a couple times he could shoot or whatever i had to defend him i was playing pretty good defense on him so he wasn't really scoring and i think he was frustrated because he he got the ball and he was coming down and he meant, tried to make a pass and he pulled up and he walked right mm-hmm. and so there's five people on our team four of us are like yo he walked that's a walk and he starts arguing i didn't walk goddamn does everybody's like walking the other way like you walk man everybody saw it i i did not and it was like yeah you took three steps and he's like man i can count and so when we got down we got on my side he had to check up give me the ball back you know and i was like i said yeah man you walked this all right and he was like man i didn't walk man and i said but everybody called it at the same time i said you think we all just made it up like you you walked you know what i mean it's like it wasn't like one person tried to make up a call right right and so he goes to me um he says that's because y'all a bunch of fucking dumbasses and i said hey you don't have to be disrespectful i didn't call you any names and then he checked the ball up and then i want to say like a couple plays later like i was trying to check the ball up and he rolled it to me which is just some asshole shit to do and so i had to pick it up and bounce it back to him it's just an asshole move and then something something else happened that that you know like a couple couple more plays went by and but you know my thing is and i've talked about on a pregame all the time with justin i'm not gonna let your bad attitude defeat me i came out there to have a good time and i'm i just treat people like a child like i'm just when you're ready to be an adult we'll talk right and so i just ignored him for a few plays or whatever and so it's funny he comes out to the end of the game it's a very close game and uh he comes up to me and he says uh i think somebody else got into it on another call or something he came up to me and checked the ball and he's like hey man i'm sorry about that earlier and i said you know what man it's no big deal right you know and he was like he was like nah i lost my temper i shouldn't have uh been talking like that or whatever and i said it's cool bro and dapped him up and he was a white dude dapped him up and said don't worry about it right because because the point being like i could have stunned it on him also i'm like no fuck that nigga i ain't take no apology bitch you called me a dumbass you know or whatever or i could have been like when he said dumbass i'm like well fuck you then nigga what you trying to fight like none of that ever really crossed my mind because i'm like i'm never gonna let you control my mentality like that right you know but more importantly i don't my good time is not determined upon you Mm-mm. you like you like this, nothing about me operates around you so i don't want to give you the fucking benefit of returning your shit in kind but also that's just that would fuck up machi so he ends up you know apologizing and 
you know it was cool actually he he actually hit the game winning shot like uh after that or whatever i dapped him up good shot bro i had to leave anyway to go to lunch with you so i was like, all right y'all have a good one but the point being that energy could can affect because his negative attitude i could have allowed it to be like like i said this infection yes it is this virus i could have absorbed his negative energy returned it in kind maybe said something to a teammate or something or you know like i could have taken that in and and used it for something and made that the next person feel bad Mm -hmm. you know right and like you say it is in face because like there's times where i get frustrated and things bother me but the way i function is i might sound strange but if something bothers me i get it out and then i'm done Mm -hmm. like i don't really and that's i mean however you cope is healthy too like you know my i just had a different approach you know and later on that day you know when i came to go to lunch with you uh he drove me to lunch uh he showed me some fried chicken uh he threw it in the back <laughs> and it was delicious i i had never had fried chicken have you heard of this I'm fried glad, chicken i'm glad y'all had a good time it was so good why, I, why wouldn't i invite it we had oh. some fried chicken and uh it was did you throw the bone at the window uh he threw a bone and a cup i made him go back and get the cup because ah, that's ah. just that's something could happen but be recycling he was a very nice man very oh, nice white man in you, black history month <laughs> you making me laugh uh but uh one more thing you made me think about that time it when it was kind of funny when we was at uh uh burton's and i think they had to do something with your pasta noodles oh and, he brought me no i think they they didn't have a type of noodle oh yeah yeah and the woman came from the kitchen yeah the woman came for the yeah. kitchen and she was like Ooh, i was so glad to see y'all like that's, that's yeah, that shows yeah. you how much people stress them out because other people <laughs> probably up there like this goddamn pasta cost 27 dollars bitch you got them right you're gonna have some linguine noodles i don't want no fettuccine or whatever the it was some she was like can i bring you shells because we added a like linguine and i was like yes of course she was like oh god thank god when i saw it was y'all i knew it was gonna be okay <laughs> right right i was like, like damn like you could literally tell like the relief on her face was like oh I re- good 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 because i i mean we've all seen it man when somebody chooses to like stunt and i get it man like you spent money you you know i'm not trying to downplay it i know but we've all seen it man when i was a waiter it used to happen all the time like oh man we're out of steaks y'all oh man i gotta go back to the table and tell them we're out of steaks all right ma'am i know you just ordered the t-bomb just told the, the cook just told me that we are out of uh out of steaks is there anything else we can get you oh i've never had a life like this is this slavery now i think the whole meal should be free how about you get on your knees and just just suck my dick okay just get it how about you i'll sit on your face for the meal instead and then we'll call that dinner you know it's like Ah! dog it's not the worst fucking it's just it's not it's like you go to the fridge and the thing that you wanted wasn't in there right and and people be like how can you ain't you ever ran out of shit at your house too right right and i worked at shitty restaurants before where they really was like i understood why people got an attitude like i worked at a mcdonald's where they ran out of ketchup ran out of everything and uh that like i get that that's a lot like like that's like that's just some horrible planning on somebody's part but but this was like you know like man we you know maybe 27 so a family came in and ordered 17 steaks i don't know what to tell you dog we don't got no steaks is i don't i shouldn't have to like then give plasma for us to continue the ah! fucking experience or the dining experience so i i vowed and maybe it's sometimes we're a little too easy and too lax but mm-hmm. i vowed to never be like that 
that the same the same i think i think the only time i really had ever got like a an attitude uh with the customer years ago when i worked at shoney's and for those of you that are not down south uh you know they have like all you can eat like buffet bars and at a certain time the bar goes from like lunch price to dinner price and it is a significant jump in price and when you tell them you know hey you know you know you go through the spiel half the time people don't fucking listen to you when you right. tell them certain things like you i'm trained i'm like hey da 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 you know da 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 you know we get ready to do this do that you know if you want this you know let me know da 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 okay so uh they get the bill and then the man gets mad i'm like well she didn't tell me and i was like uh yeah they'll lie on you right 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 that you know right so what happened was that um the dude came to me came up to me when i was behind the register I'm like, you didn't tell me and before i know it i walked away and as loud as i could i said his name was bernie i said bernie bernie i said a customer out here mad at you mad i said you need to come talk to him i said i don't get enough i said i don't get paid enough to uh to deal with angry i, I actually hated i actually really hated when the manager would talk on my behalf because they always just sold me out that was the thing i hated about it because like they know i'll do a good job they know i'm getting mad good reviews all this type of shit good customer service let somebody come in and just lie on me like a dude lied on me one time and said i hated him his food and it was cold it was not cold because number one uh all the food at, at ihop at the time it sits under a fucking like warmer mm-hmm. even if it were to sit up there for a while it's still gonna be way too fucking hot like it's like the place burn yeah, you. yeah the place will burn you if they sit up there too long so one he was telling the fucking lie and then he goes and then he lied even further he goes i saw my plate it was set up there for 10 minutes i said what what and so i give him his shit and he's with his wife and i knew he was a dick because when he ordered he's one of those people that orders for his wife and i know that some people think that's cute in the movies and shit but listen i'm sorry to tell y'all this 100 percent of people who do that are dicks like unless there's some sort of disability or, or, or something, something right? you order on behalf you, of a child you seem like a dick when it's i'll have uh the t-bone and eggs and, and the, lady. the little lady the little lady over here That's have the salad it's so weird you know i mean i guess it's your relationship i guess but nigga just let you i'm just letting you know you look like a dick <laughs> so um anyway this nigga um gets mad throws it like and he got an attitude i want to speak to a match i want to speak to a man i said all right cool this is one of my like first days at work is my one of my first times having like more than one table and shit and you know i'm where everyone else is happy in my section but then this guy starts stressing me out now i'm in the weeds and he got me going back and forth with the manager i tell the manager exactly what happens the manager uh, manager comes out there first of all the manager is always scared that's one of the things i fucking hate about managers they be a big badass on you got time to leave got time to clean that bullshit yeah. but as soon as you go back there you're like hey man this motherfucker is tripping at this table uh, uh i mean what he want he want to talk to me yes that's bitch your job. that's your motherfucking job you just was cussing me out this morning get out there and cuss him the way you be cussing me this motherfucker get out there and immediately just bends over just oh whatever you say sir you know it might it's like uh, uh they turn into a slave oh sir so, so i sure is believe it's cold like you're like dog what you doing don't shuck and job <laughs> like i need monique not steve harvey like help me and they always sell out get a nigga everything they want like oh it's all free or whatever then they come to you later yeah he told me that 
uh, it was fucked up i knew he was lying you know i just gave it to him free i'm like you did what now yeah i just gave you know just complimented like literally after they ate the whole fucking meal yeah i said man he ate the fucking steak left like a bite and then wanted a goddamn full what are you what mm-hmm. i think that was the day i lost respect for that dude because uh anyway we went through some times after that but um the point being though it's it's wild that like our like how mean people can be and how contagious it was and it was so it fucked me up so bad that day y'all i actually i was carrying glasses to a table and i fell on the glasses and cut my arms up really bad um because he had it had shaken me because right. he had such an attitude he would lied on me in front of all these people and so i fell i cut myself i was new i was nervous i went in the back i had to put um all these first aid bandages mm-hmm. and stuff they gave me a new a different shirt because obviously you have sanitary issues and stuff you can't be going out there looking like you just got <laughs> fucking cut up Damn. like you just been in a fucking fight with uh kill bill and shit <laughs> so i come back out and they got and you know i'm bandaged <laughs> up and shit but but you know i got a different shirt on there's no blood on it or nothing like mm-hmm. it there's nothing gross going on it's just but underneath i'm all cut up and of course everyone in my section heard me fucking fall right because right. you know i fell in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they knew i think low-key they knew it was because that dude was a dick so i come back to my section i only got like four tables anyway and all the couples there were apologizing on like yo i'm sorry you had to go through that that guy was a real dick i saw what happened you didn't do anything wrong and i'm like on the verge of tears because i'm like i'm new here maybe i maybe this ain't i ain't cut out for this shit you know like i and i'm in a position where i can't punch you in the face right that's why you do that because it's not like i'm scared of him it's just i'm in a position where if i hit you i'm wrong like I gotta let you talk to me crazy for two tw- thirteen an hour. I gotta let that happen, and, and, and in a position where I don't have to let that happen in any other place in my life. Right, and that's why people show their asses, and that and that's why you know when people show their asses, I'm like, oh no 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 no. The only reason why you showing your ass is because you in a position where they can't put them hands on you. Right. If they could put them hands on you, your attitude and how you speak and your tone and how you respond and react to me will be completely different. And I'm like seventeen up. or something, eight, you know. So I'm sure also if I was like forty, he. He wouldn't have did that he would be like oh shit my bad you know but right. i'm you know he's talking to a kid as far as he's concerned uh and then he even tried to pull something like hey man you did a good job man i just you know i'm just saying the steak was sitting up there and i'm like you lying right now you embarrassed me on my first day of the job you lied to my fucking manager what if he fired me after this what right. if he'd be like rod i believe you're a liar you're fired now uh, luckily he didn't believe that but still like why why black man would you do this to me right and so um and he left me like a five dollar tip or whatever but everybody else from that from that section they leave like twenty dollar tips is i I actually probably made more money that day uh than i made up most days there because everybody was over tipping me because they was like this nigga be working (laughs) right right. like this motherfucker (laughs) went through all that shit and still got my shit out here on time and then it was like being real relaxed like hey man listen if you if it's gonna take you a few minutes to get that coffee you take your time baby okay i'm like i'm like oh no i'll get it right right quick you know but i was like i was that nervous you know what i mean yes and uh i know we need to move on but you was making me think about this time i remember when you was at uh we're talking about mcdonald's how you say bust a lot yeah and so uh we we by the way bus on the line means a school bus of children going to carowinds which is our mm-hmm. theme park here in charlotte or well south carolina kind of um we were the closest mcdonald's to that to 
to the carowinds mm-hmm. so every single day we would get school buses full of children pulling up on a lot and we would have to fucking we would have to our mcdonald's would be destroyed and we would serve all these kids and then typically we get four or five of those a day at least it was it was insane it was the worst job i probably worst job i ever had right so uh that's why they ran out of everything because yeah. the managers probably being cheap would never order properly uh, yeah it was just bad management like mm-hmm. it was like we were the worst run mcdonald's and worst reviewed at the time just before yelp but <laughs> we, like we had a horrible track record of everything like it was really the worst and i worked i was 15 so i could only do the register yeah. i couldn't cook anything Mm-mm. i could take out the trash and i could um clean the bathroom so as you guys guessed it was a horrible job all because i wanted some air force ones uh some no scotty pippen i think they were called air force or air flights uh from the east bay brochure that's why i did that <laughs> job it was trash the worst job i ever had I just said it was trash would you make me think what this happened to because one time uh, for those of you that don't know much about waitress in the seven a lot of times between i work day shifts so you would have a switch between the day shift and the night shift and you would have like the um the day shift would normally cut down you know your girls that came in like first thing at five and six and mm-hmm. you know three and four they would leave and they would narrow it down to about two girls sometimes one girl but but this time it was two girls right uh and then the uh, uh night shift would come in you know about an hour or two you know later after everybody else was gone so it was literally through four of us it was uh uh the manager uh, uh me and another girl ann was the name and a uh hostess and we were sitting there and we was like, okay you know this, this is cool about time to go i was on a big ass bus and it was like uh because what we was at it was a bunch of hotels and shit around mm-hmm. there you know and so you had a big old phantom and union shit like that next thing you like know the, like the shuttle bus right type of deal yeah. yeah so next thing you know somebody said bus on a lot and everyone was like fucking what do you mean a fucking bus we been, and me and her looked at each other like dog you know it's just me and you right we was like yeah we, we gonna have to do this girl and literally the place went from completely empty to fucking full like like right. literally the whole restaurant and, but the thing about it was that everybody was so understanding yeah because like, they knew what they were about to put y'all through right and literally everybody was so so it was like we were taking orders we would you know the manager was the only one cooking you know i used to well i hop i used to do the big table sometimes because those actually are the nicest customers now they take the most work and they're the, they're, they're, they're the longest right normally but they normally are the nicest people now it depends on the party if they're gonna tip well because you just really never know like it's i think it's better when there's just one motherfucker that's like i'll take care of the bill you know because once it gets down to everybody taking care of themselves you just motherfuckers get real weird with them tips mm-hmm. but um but i and also there's peer pressure to tip which i like too because mm-hmm. cause like you know i was a good waiter and so when somebody would see somebody about to show they like hold up and, now and then, and you then, only gonna give him two dollars right. in this and then you had that one auntie that i, I did go right. around and be like y'all y'all better put in a dollar too right right i'm gonna take care of you baby like i used to love that shit um and plus i specialize in black tables anyway because uh motherfuckers would give away their black tables because y'all niggas is racist and i mean waiters yes okay? they are and anytime I, somebody tell you black people don't twi- tip remember that waiters are racist as fuck yep and and the thing is uh and y'all we and it was a it was like a bunch of black people so it was just me and it was this white girl named ann y'all and when i tell you everybody tipped literally everybody tipped like we lit we racked up 
Yeah. Um, it's because they were very understanding, like you say, for what they was for what they was putting us they through. They knew what and, they was doing and all that stuff too. And you know, you make me think about when you was talking about falling one time. I remember uh I had like this long section and uh it was busy and I was going, going, going and I happened to turn a corner, I had a tray full of stuff and I literally by accident ran into the wall. Damn. And when, <laughs> I don't know how I did that. I, <laughs> you the, in the weeds or something. Yes, I, I was like, the wall ain't going nowhere, but for right. some reason, I, it jumped in front of me that second. Damn. And so I ran into the wall, but I, I didn't crash, but you could just yeah. hear like everything. It was just like a big racket. And so I think that people saw how hard I was, literally like right. how hard I was working. And same thing, people, people were giving, when you was talking about um, uh, black tables, yeah, I would have, particularly when I were nights, you would have people just give the tables away and then want to know how much they gave. Well, I'm not telling you. Yeah, None of your was, business. That was the thing that killed me. I always, and I would always tell them it was a big tip too. Cause like, I loved the rubbing in their face. Like, yo, racist ass just ran out. You just lost out on $10 cause you had to be racist. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, I, and like, my thing is I would tell, like, black people be knowing. So like, they would see me mm-hmm. come over there and be like, this ain't even your table is. I'll be like, nope. nope. I tell like, the truth, nope. Yeah, they like, because well, they can see the other people in the section, like, and they can see people okay, so walking you, past them, right? So you were not busy enough to pick all these white people in this table, but in this section, but then this black table come in. All of a sudden, you too busy. You got then, every table in the area, but mine. Right, I'm looking over here. You are leaning up against the wall. You know, and that racism works both ways too, because like the white women and shit that worked there used to stay getting bigger, bigger tips than me, whether they did a good job or not. Because yep you know dudes come in there like basically like my my dick is hard here's some money you know mm-hmm. but yeah it was just crazy anyway back to the article i know it's just a, a just talking episode ah! that's fine um back to the article um the online so that's real life face to face right right they say they did a um study of interactions of about five thousand people living in one town over the course of 32 years their emotional ups and downs were documented with periodic surveys that's a wonderful study that's because you gave it enough time when you actually getting real stats and statistics we were able to show that as one person became happy or sad it rippled throughout the network what see the point i was going to make is social media has only been around 10 15 years maybe at the most so this is a extensive study of 5,000 people over 32 years even with all the data they collect on us it's gonna be years before they realize like how certain mental health issues were affected through social media how social media specific mental health issues that only started because of social media agreed you know like it's gonna be a while before we really know the damage or the positivity or whatever and how we we're affected by it mm-hmm. it's not just happiness that spreads unhappiness and anger can be contagious too and you don't have to be in the same house or city to catch someone else's emotions Mm-mm. there's evidence that emotional contagion can spread throughout throughout digital interactions too say you're in a negative mood and you text your partner a research study dubbed i'm sad you're sad documented that in these types of text exchanges mm-hmm. your partner is likely to both sense your emotion and mirror it uh so just how far does it go a study of nearly 700,000 facebook users suggests we can pick up on and mirror the emotions we encounter in our social media feeds too as part of the study i remember this they started changing people's news feeds some people get only happy news more positive stuff some people get more negative stuff we found that when good things were happening in your news feeds to your friends and family you also tend to write more positively and less negatively mm-hmm. um and i think that's true i know i watched it change around me 
like i've changed some of the things i share some stuff i talk about um and how much time i spend on social media and i've watched my experience become better and i watch the people around me respond to me better um and it's not like i've changed really like i still feel the way i feel about shit but you know instead of sharing like look at this article and how it pissed me off i'll you know be like no i'm not gonna share that article with y'all because maybe y'all don't want to see that shit or maybe i'll talk about it on the show or whatever and when i see people doing stuff like with jesse smollett there was people just picking sides and then they would be very upset one way or the other and they were going back and forth and back and forth and i'm not saying with each other but just on my feed just yeah you could see this it. person's telling me like so i'm i'm a homophobe because i just didn't believe this story it was fishy so now it means i don't like gay people all the shit that i be saying y'all fuck y'all then and then the next person is like if you don't believe him then fuck you and fuck everybody and don't follow me and i'm blocking people and it's just anger and it's anger and it's not really the truth of, like that story is not making what's making you angry Mm-mm. what you're saying is not even the like the true reason that you you're scared you're scared that people aren't going to believe the next person right. you're scared that people are only saying i don't believe this guy because he's gay you i don't believe this guy because he's black you're scared that some people are like uh i think you hate black or gay people because you didn't just immediately believe this guy you know like you're, that's what the truth is mm-hmm. but instead you're going i'm flexing on these motherfuckers like get the fuck out of my page blah blah blah. well i pick up that too mm-hmm. so if i see enough of it i'm gonna be wanting to contribute my opinion and be like well hold up now this is what i think and so i resist the urge now where i'll be like i'm not gonna contribute my opinion on this anywhere other than our public like podcast platform where we can put it in context right because things like that matter and i realized uh over the past maybe year two years my social media experience has been a lot better uh because if if anybody follows me i'll look aside i follow a lot of animal gifts i love animal gifts don't ask me why but I follow like a lot of cats and dogs and penguins and birds. Oh my, like shit like that. Mm. A lot of food stuff. And what I, I'm like you, what I've realized is that that positive stuff, people, I, I, you, like you said, you get more positive response. So a lot of times people are constantly laughing, liking, thumbs up. And, and to me, it made my social media experience yeah, completely different. You're trying to get back what you're putting out. Right. As opposed, cause that's what ultimately happens. You get back what you put out. So, if you find your social media response because it's algorithmic now right it's if you like a negative thing that someone said if you like if you keep clicking on enough statuses about the thing the topic of the day that everyone's fighting about you're gonna see all the rest of those statuses if you're sharing that stuff you know and like i said a lot of times i stay on my page i go to news feeds instead of people's pages a lot of times now because i've realized over time i facebook will give me what i'm you know what they think i want uh so and that's me funny so on it's particularly over like the last year some change because of the algorithm not trying to funny some people i don't even see no more i don't me even too. know they exist me too and, and it's not because i don't know that they're there but but no nah, I, I just never see their post anymore I'll, sometimes i'll go search or see their page see a person's page and be like oh that's right that's really why i stopped really going on that page because it's always a fight or it's always something negative or it's always the most inflammatory way to say it and now i just don't see them you know um so if i can avoid it you know obviously right. the algorithm can be kind of fucked up where like if someone talking shit about you or implying they talking shit sometimes it'll show that and that's just a matter of being too popular i'm, I'm just sick of 
that that's not that's you, not you popular yeah the yeah. average person not gonna go through that but mm-hmm. um anyway my point being like um uh the negative the negativity feeds into you as well as the positivity it does you know it, it does uh because i know for me uh particularly when something really tragic happens within the black community like a big death mm-hmm. or something like that i realized that uh all, all you could see see was the pain mm-hmm. you know and that really impacted me more than i thought it did mm-hmm. that's initially why i started pulling away because it, it just be, it just became too much for me mentally it's a over it's a it's like a over exaggeration for example after the oscars the green book stuff now for me it's a oh it's overburdening like yes it's it's too we're now giving them too much credit you know what i mean like the movie by all in all by all means it only made 110 million dollars now i know bill street made 15 but it, this movie was not the i can't go nowhere without that goddamn green book a lot of movies did better than green book mm-hmm. it's we don't need to be emphasizing that much about this fucking movie we don't need to be telling the story of let me tell you the real dr shirley people done became full dr shirley historians and in a certain to a certain extent i gotta give green book some credit because y'all niggas was not looking this up or talking about him as a household name until this fucking movie now i can't go nowhere without hearing the story and talking to about his family and all this shit so it's like sometimes it's an overcorrection you know in my in my small part of the internet um and i think a lot of people probably experienced that as well um so yeah so what they did was they altered people's uh news fees and they would write more positive stuff than negative if they were having a positive experience um and the reverse is true as well so put a lot of negative shit on the timeline now they're talking about the more negative stuff uh shit i honestly i can look at certain people and be like because you're friends with this person y'all always on each other's pages mm-hmm. that's why the fuck y'all y'all always are it's like y'all are becoming chicken or egg y'all are hyping each other up into either positivity or negativity mm-hmm. um you know and you can kind of tell um yeah because you know social media is just like real life you see clicks you see right. people group up for for good and for bad right right you know you see friendships that are, are excellent you see people grow and evolve and root each other on you see it's people, human nature right and like it's a it, it but it's a beautiful thing to watch sometimes and sometimes you're like oh no this shit ain't gonna end well right right uh but the study suggests that emotions can move through networks like uh through contagion um so yeah and then they go into a personal anecdote about uh pat oswald and how he helped this person and all that stuff mm-hmm. um but you know the point being like i read that and was like yo that that i feel that way you know um i can kind of tell it you know also i think the attitude you come into it with because i don't know that everybody's like mental health and shit is straight before you even hop online correct and then the way you like i was listening to a podcast i don't remember one and i'm not trying to be shady i if i remember the name i'm oh actually actually if i remember the name i probably wouldn't tell y'all because of what i'm about to say but i was listening to somebody and they and it just slipped it was a small thing they were just like yeah you know because instagram is about making people jealous and envy you and you know facebook is about sharing twitter is about this and i and i went back and thought about i was like instagram is about making people jealous and envy you that's how some people function you you brought that with you correct you see what i'm saying because to me i've always looked at stuff like that as 
you know like if someone's sharing a picture of hey i went out for a stroll or i'm on vacation or i had something to eat i'm, happy. I'm always looking at it like this was a thing you enjoyed and the experience you wanted to share which is why you hear a lot of people talk about i'm only i'm on instagram more now because it's people going i'm having a good time mm-hmm. and i want to share something with y'all that is that i experienced this is me at the comic book shop this yes. is me this is me eating this food this is me at a party this is me at a at a concert and so people go yeah but you bring that with you internally if you go i'm posting this so you bitches will know i had cake today and you niggas <laughs> didn't have none and you can't have none i made this food and y'all gotta go without like that's something that you brought with you oh, come on you know what i mean and so i think that's a big part of it too i never thought about that because i'm just not that kind of person right but when i listened to it, i was like yo it's that's really got to be what people some people take from it and they'll never say to themselves it'll be it's hard for the way it was hard for me to see a perspective where someone would be posting on instagram just to piss everybody off mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard for them to see me sharing some food i cook without them going you did this because i can't have a plate you know right and so it's time, already a disconnect before we even interact right and a lot of times the people ain't even thinking about you right but is it but you see what i'm saying it's just yes. i can't know their motivation they couldn't possibly know mine but right. yeah here we are um man we have talked a long time about nothing <laughs> um i enjoy talking to you about nothing then me too um i'll say the rest of this news i don't really care about that oh wait no i do care about something okay uh my dog man i don't know what's going on but they done he done got caught up in some more shit y'all what happened my man ynw melly y'all might know him from such hits as murder on my mind oh you trap your your trap niggas he done got caught up in some more shit y'all I was locked up on Christmas. Ain't get to see my niggas. Ain't get to hug my mama. Couldn't even give no kisses. Can't even post on my Instagram. Be big nigga, be snitching. Everybody acting suspicious. I probably say that I'm tripping. Come on, when I'm all alone in my jail cell, I tend to get in my feelings. Y'all know how I be. Well, I guess he had worked up on your mind. I guess he had woke up in the morning with murder on his mind a different day. Oh shit because now it's reportedly the suspect a suspect in the shooting death of a florida sheriff deputy oh oh you going to jail jail yeah shooting deputies that ain't no normal person damn i knew this song was too banging man don't pass me no vision and i'm gonna smoke all of my pain away because that's the only thing that gonna hit it i don't understand you women hey that beat drop I got murder on my mind. I got murder on my mind. 
murder on my mind. I knew this shit was too good, man. Oh, that beat go hard too. You can't let nothing like this just out exist in the world without something fucking it up, man. So yeah, they think he shot an off-duty uh Indian River County Sheriff deputy. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, him and YNW Bortland was uh were both uh charged in the shit or suspected of it. Yeah, they were charged with two counts of first degree murder in connection with the death of their close friends. Uh, according to Florida news outlet Vero News, Melly and YNW Bortland are both alleged suspects in the 2017 death of deputy gary chambliss after the shooting in miramar our detectives will be following up for possible information in connection with gary chambliss house homicide um perhaps given the current situation that might shed some light on the case so maybe they're gonna look in their phones and all that type of shit yeah that makes sense investigators believe both or maybe they're just gonna play another song right i had to shoot that deputy that nigga was tripping i got murder on my mind well there you go investigators believe both men were involved in the shooting death of off deputy off duty deputy they claim that Melly and borden were allegedly at the scene of the shooting in which one of them fired the shot that ultimately killed chambliss uh Melly and borden are accused of standing in a group and firing gunshots when chambliss was hit by a stray bullet didn't even mean to kill the deputy uh, or was it sheriff I, I i'm sorry i forgot He's somebody in the police department shooting killing cops is not a smart way to stay out of prison okay Mm-mm um you know that's oh my god but that shit do be going though don't it y'all mm-hmm. that's crazy got my limits with poor medicine cause every time i wake up in the morning i got murder on my mind ak-47 11 glocks and nines niggas Knock me off my grind I got murder on my mind I got murder on my mind I got murder on my mind Oh, so good Gone too soon Um, alright, let's see Is there, um, We've been talking for a while So I'm gonna skip Uh, you know what, fuck it man It's our show, we do as long as we want to shout out to tatiana and mike brown okay i know right we will do whatever the fuck we wants to do okay we getting paid to do this um let's do some fucking with black people real quick let's take the right music and do the fuck with black people We're just, just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe, find different articles, make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores of zero to one hundred, intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Oh man, guess who's back in the news? The ousted Alabama ad- editor who wanted the KKK to night ride oh yeah who was talking about night rider dude yesterday he is back in the news karen what is he doing day riding now what's happening <laughs> we done took it to the daytime i don't know he's a he's a 80 80 year old man so i mean you know he uh yeah it is day riding shit you gotta have it you gotta have it done so you can be up for the sunrise special we can't be out all night night riding right he need to be early bird riding come on 
um so yeah i can bring he said now i can drink beer and chase women since he's been ousted from his editorial position uh and and i guess i guess he's got at 80 years old he's got time to get back on these hoes apparently time to get back on these bitches that uh, apparently he's got he's got something else on his mind it's not murder I, he had murder on his mind when he was night riding Mm-mm. but now he got the uh, only thing he about to murder is that old pussy right <laughs> <laughs> he, he got i got pussy on my, my mind. mind i got pussy on my mind you about to knock somebody help out of place okay he said uh upon residing as editor and publisher of the democrat reporter in linden uh good good low sutton 80 said i can drink beer and chase women now they can't run too fast or i can't catch them (laughs) uh democrat reporter announced on friday alicia r dexter a black woman a black right i hate when races be funny man that's the worst because i'm 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 not above laughing me either i know it's (laughs) fucked up y'all but that shit was funny i'm sorry to let the black delegation down but i I know (laughs) i do be laughing like that's, some, that's a good that's some good racism right. that, that's why i don't go out there represent nobody they be like you think shit funny you can't be going out there <laughs> like at 80 representing us like at 80 you've been racist for 80 years man you're not giving that up come on well he gonna learn a lesson now like he he is he is entrenched in his racism he not an accidental racist shout out to ll <laughs> no he not uh so yeah alicia r dexter a black woman will take over as publisher and editor from sudden who has run the 140 year old paper since the 1960s good god he also sudden also said i do now own it speaking of the paper but that was refuted by dexter 46 who said that sudden will retain ownership of the newspaper which has a circulation of about three thousand. but i will handle everything else so i thought it, this is a typo so they meant do not own it so he owns the paper even though he's stepping down ah okay uh that's crazy and then the job goes to a black woman that still gotta work at this place that this old racist man owns that's so crazy america y'all that mean he didn't have to be working he could have been done been out here with these hoes right true you know it's, you know he you know he go out there to get him no hoes he gonna be out there <laughs> what version is this i don't know what version that is that's an orchestra that's what it's gonna be like uh, i'm back hoes <laughs> yes time to do some dick riding hey. he gonna be out there the dick rider yeah he gonna be like he gonna be like let me turn your oxygen up baby <laughs> come on i'm a night rider looking for some cock riders where my cock riders oh. at <laughs> This car come on be, you be like you want a i got a bat and you can swing it baby come on this car gonna be called slit instead of kit ah! oh poor sister that got this job right i hope you got a raise baby because this ain't worth it Mm-mm. this is not it Mm-mm. uh so yeah um zero to 100 karen oh 100 okay 100 yeah i gotta give it 100 as well um sudden also questioned whether the kkk was violent claiming america's most feared white supremacist terrorist organization didn't kill but a few people oh is that all it's just a few as if a hundred what am i saying what am i saying why am i acting like i was gonna reason that out right, I was like, fuck him fuck him 
right all right let's go to the next one um vandals spray paint racist graffiti on howell church buildings a deacon at howell church is wondering who is responsible for racist graffiti that was spray painted on the church building oh man you hate to hear about this right because this is one of the worst types of racism you go to where people pray where people feel like there's a sanctuary where Mm -hmm. people feel protected and then you intimidate them with this graffiti and it's something that goes back in the annals annals (laughs) annals in the annals of america i mean since i mean since black people were were worshiping at churches um now this is not uh your typical black people worshiping at church uh story because um in this case the uh graffiti the racist graffiti said honky didn't know niggas write that Hmm? didn't know niggas write that karen we need to believe victims okay when people say that something happened why is our first response to say you're not telling the truth we must support all victims as we did justice molette until proven uh otherwise karen until given some reason where's this history of niggas going around mocking shit up with the word honky okay so you never seen an episode of a show documentary called the jeffersons i seem to remember george jefferson enterprising entrepreneur owner of a laundromat who called several white people honkies on the regular care did he write it on the side of a building i would imagine if he had spray paint and steals he get 50 percent off all wall side windows what's happening he might not have patio doors he might not he might not have done that why is this or five years no we getting an extra 15 percent off listen he might not have karen but i bet you his son would have okay lionel because he knew how to he knew how to spray paint i'm just saying you got to think about these things karen okay it's the truth this is some white on white crime wow wow yeah i said it wow and i I, and i better not see people in the chat room saying this either after y'all got so upset about people just not believing folks we got to believe victims y'all okay five the pastor okay now you want to load again all right well let it load in the background i'll read it i say move it move it back and see if it oh let me see now sometimes you start from the beginning to slowly catch up try it mm. i'm gonna go back to that pastor ad. of a howl ch- oh no it's just tripping okay. the pastor of a howl church is wondering who would do something like this race oh wow what so one so oh what's i to say white devil <laughs> ain't no niggas do that see this is what happened when you let white people see that video of the motherfucking uh dudes talking to the mega hat teens okay so now they know about the black israelites and what they be saying so they now it's on their walls all of a sudden we know black israelites don't use spray paint for nothing but bracelets that's it but but they don't so they like ooh, white people something to be scared of that's why we need president trump to save us graffiti found scrawled on the walls of the church security cameras even caught whoever spray painted the church wall in the act and as our coco mcaboy shows us this isn't the first time this has happened we're talking about okay guys i saw the the the, the footage 
I mean, it's just a person in a hoodie and a coat, completely covered from head to toe. I mean, they could be a Nigerian uh, coming to get Jesse for all that we know. That you can't make out anything from that fucking footage. You can't tell what race that person is. Although I do believe them. Two obviously. churches vandalized within a matter of days here in Howell. First, on Tuesday, the historical church here on North Hacker Road was tagged by vandals. And then late last night, the St. John the Baptist Catholic Church became a target. This is not acceptable. Derogatory words spray painted on the sides of two church buildings has Deacon David Piggott very upset. It said honky on that one, and as you can see it, this one it says white devil. The vandalism happened just a couple of. If you can say it on the news without them bleeping it out, I mean I don't want to belittle what happened to you, but like, is it on the same level? Is it? What's the historical history behind this? Have y'all been beat and whipped? And were you taken away from your land? Yeah, I mean if somebody spray painted like podcast on my car i mean I'm like, I'm like yeah i'm a little annoyed, i'm, I'm upset you spray painting my car but you know i mean yeah. it's, it's factual right. you know and shit but yeah <laughs> i'll just say <laughs> days apart church members thought the first tagging would be the last but then this morning oh boy here we go again more van- church members thought the first tagging would be last but don't y'all know what did God say? The last shall be first. Duh. Oh, Lord. And I don't even go to church. On church property. Surveillance cameras captured small parts of the act. And it shows a person getting out, walking up, nothing for a little while, walking back in, pulling out. The biggest question Deacon Piggott has is why. I don't know why anybody would want to do that, but we're living in times when things are a little bit... Uh, sketchier than than what i'm used to the vandalism at the historical church is now gone so the focus is getting the white spray paint off of the brick at the saint john the baptist catholic church before service tomorrow deacon doesn't have harsh words for the person who did this though would love to talk to you about why you feel this way about us i will pray for them Uh, i feel that they are misguided and as you can see from and uh they you know they're gonna come back tomorrow and put pecker wood on the back okay <laughs> might as well do the trifecta <laughs> i'm surprised i ain't bust out a good cracker in there somewhere <laughs> they gonna put cracker on the door i mean i mean if we're gonna go for the slurs let's pull them out let's pull them all out the they bag. gonna put communion crackers with an a s at the end communion crackers I'm mad they sent this sister out here to have to waste her time. That's what I'm about to say. Girl, you got your head dead for this. Mm-mm-mm. The surveillance video, there's not a clear image of who did this, which means police need help. So if you have any information about what happened, you're asked to call the Livingston County Sheriff's Department. Reporting live this afternoon. I- Man, somebody tracked down who bought spray paint in the last 24 hours and who used the lift to get out there. the trail. Wouldn't it snow and shit on the ground? No, we're not doing that bullshit. Come on now. Uh, all right, Karen. Zero to 100. Fifty. No, no, twenty-five. 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 Yeah. Okay. I was gonna give it a zero because I was like, "This is white on white crime," but I mm. give it a twenty-five. What's the twenty-five no. for? Uh, only because they was, you know, the people just a little annoyed. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah that's a zero come on man we didn't do that you know we didn't do that we didn't do that y'all come on now come on now we don't do that not like that <laughs> that's a white and, and, the, and the thing is it wasn't no no tag you know how we tag shit we like to put our logos on the side and shit to let you know who tagged it yeah that I, that's not us that's like the people with the swastikas when they swastikas ain't straight we yeah. didn't do that bullshit like get get out of here a blacks rule like get the fuck out of my face dog that's not us no everybody know we don't do this we don't come from that we don't even be thinking about y'all like that and the worst part about it you're so uncool you don't even know how to properly do the slang it's not even intimidating to anybody that unless you unless you are already a white person living in fear there's nothing scary about that and they're not in fear what are we talking about here the lies the lies like if you put motherfucking like graffiti on a black person's church okay that's a historical reason for us to be scared y'all gonna firebomb us or blow the shit up or do something to our children like we have lived under terrorism for for years and centuries in this country that's nothing that's we don't do that we don't do that we don't even talk about is white it, people is, that way is it another church around a block that was like y'all taking our members what the fuck is this we yeah we don't do what right like i said we don't do that trash zero i don't feel fucked with at all it's terrible all right um let's see uh i don't even feel like giving this dude no time anybody else oh gucci announced his plan to embed cultural diversity following blackface controversy uh ceo marco bizarri announced four long-term initiatives that aim to improve cultural awareness within the fashion house these actions are hiring global and regional directors for diversity and inclusion setting up a multicultural design scholarship program launching a diversity and inclusive inclusivity awareness program and launching a global exchange program um i'm not 100 sure i would need to see the details of those positions i know dapper dan is working with them he's a harlem designer um, and who gets those positions because that shit matters too right because a lot of times they'd be like diversity and inclusion uh director and then you look on twitter's like uh website and it's some white dude and it's like mm, is that really diversity and inclusion you know like diversity is just having people that are of a different race or culture or background but if you're gonna include them you gotta make them have some power to affect change and that's where everybody keeps falling short at because nobody wants to get off the dais okay everybody want to be on the stage everybody wants to run the show but if you really you got to let us make some decisions don't just hire me for the be the yes man to the coolest monkey in the jungle shirt come on i need to be able to tell you cut that shit out i know it's gonna cost us some money but if you put that out it's gonna be way worse than if you don't right and y'all won't be out here fucking up looking stupid so i don't know we'll see how this shakes out and i'm not a gucci wearer in the fashion community so i can't even really speak to this shit uh so karen i know nothing about gucci all right other 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 than when i say i'm gucci far as like i'm good and gucci main that's about the only gucci's i know yep i would say uh i I don't even have a number to i'm gonna say zero just because i don't know enough about it right once i know the details my view might change yeah i understand that initial infraction was horrendous so i guess there's some residual shit with that that maybe is fucking with me but in general yeah i don't i don't really feel anything um all right let's see where we at 142 that's about it for tonight guys i got some other stuff i got to do later on in the day 
uh in the night uh if you're listening to uh uh what's my um three guys on on their premium i should be on the next woke files if everything goes right so premium three guys on listeners uh keep your eye out for that that's what i'll be recording tonight with randolph um and uh we'll we'll be back definitely wednesday for the feedback show probably tomorrow too but we'll see about that um before we get out of here though A couple has been jailed for a sword and dagger attack. Oh shit. Shout out to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ha <laughs> ha. I got me a unicorn now, y'all. Ooh. Y'all should see it. A couple who tried to kill a man with a dagger and a sword in Fife have been jailed. Mark Wilson and Leanne Napier attacked Scott Watson after bursting into his flat in Kirkcaldy on the 21st of April. Jurors heard how Napier had earlier threatened Mr. Watson during a row over a watch. Wilson, a watch. Who wears those in uh, 2018? What? Wilson was jailed for 12 years and Napier for 10 for attempted murder when they appeared in the high court in Glasgow. The pair, both 36, were found, earlier found guilty after a trial in Livingston. Uh, As an 18 inch dagger, one of them had, uh, this can only be described as a vicious, premeditated, unprovoked attack. You both went armed with lethal weapons to your victim's home, forcing your way in. This appeared to be a motiveless attack. Neither of you have shown any remorse whatsoever. The trial heard how Napier had initially sliced, sliced Mr. Watson's arm with an 18-inch dagger. The pair then chased Mr. Watson to the living room of the flat in Miller Street before Wilson attempted to stab a sword into his chest. Mr. Watson said... He was trying to thrust it into me, but I managed to grab the blade and push it away. He pulled a knife out and cut me on both cheeks. Mr. Watson rolled away, but Wilson then slashed him on the back shoulder. It was an ornamental sword. Uh, you still cut. Yeah. Mr. Watson grabbed an ornamental sword in his flat to try to defend himself as attackers fled. So because he had a sword, they ran off. So he lucked out to have a sword in his house but i mean oh so now he the crazy one after you don't right, slice him up right so the sword this thing we just talked about y'all he their sword ratchetness affected his sword ratchetness now he had to be sword ratchet back right to deliver that energy mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying it all comes full circle on the blackout tips all right y'all we'll talk to y'all later thank you so much for listening uh thank you for being here karen i enjoyed this episode i don't care what they say about us i'm gonna do some more of these podcasts with you Mm -hmm. until next time i love you i love you too